night and we are live. Good to see everybody on tonight. May God richly bless you in Jesus mighty name. And I mean richly bless you in every way in Jesus mighty name. Yesterday was the one year anniversary, August 26th of the 13 American service members killed at Abbey Gate needlessly. Let me just go over this really quick. In 55 minutes of fury, we've got to get things done in a hurry. Just always remember, this never needed to happen. This is not a tragedy. This was actually malfeasance. This was actually a horrible job done by the by our military leaders, CENTCOM Commander McKenzie, Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, and Mark Milley, who all knew that there was a Unabomber heading towards Abbey Gate at Harmit Kazide Airport, where our 13 service members were standing there, and a single bomber, a Unabomber, detonated a device and killed all of them and numerous other people. They knew it was coming 12 hours in advance. Just absolute malfeasance, just absolute ineptitude, whatever, whatever, whatever word you want to uh, use to describe it. So I just wanted to pay homage to those soldiers tonight. Play for me, Will. Marine Corps Sergeant Ohani Rosario Picardo, 25, of Lawrence, Massachusetts. Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole L.G., 23, of Sacramento, California. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, 20, of Jackson, Wyoming. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, 20, of St. Charles, Missouri. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan C. Naus, 23, of Corrington, Tennessee. Marine Corps Corporal Humberto A. Sanchez, 22, of Logan Sport, Indiana. Marine Corps Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22, of Indio, California. Navy Hospital Corpsman Maxton W. Soviak, 22, of Berlin Heights, Ohio. Marine Corps Lance Corporal David L. Espinosa, 20, of Rio Bravo, Texas. Marine Corps Corporal Dagan W. Page, 23, of Omaha, Nebraska. Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren T. Hoover, 31, of Salt Lake City, Utah. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Kareem M. Nakui, 20, of Norcor, California. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan R. Marola, 20, of Rancho Cucamonga, California. Timmy. So all 13 of those soldiers, the Marine Corps, Navy, all, all represented there, were killed by the galactic incompetence of the Biden administration who knew 12 hours in advance that that bomber was coming to Abbey Gate and did absolutely nothing. However, a day or two later, they went, and drone striked a family of 10, primarily children, killing all 10, seven of them children, saying and coming out initially and saying, you know what, we suspected that they were carrying weapons. And the weapons that they turned out to be carrying were water bottles. That's what they were carrying. And they came out and they lied about it. They actually said the collateral damage. It's not just a mistake. They said the collateral damage was actually caused by weapons ammunition explosions. That's what they said. That, that's, that's the CIA. That's the Biden administration. All part of the Uniparty. All not for you, but actually against you. That need to be nonviolently disbanded. Got that you, Facebook and YouTube? Nonviolently disbanded. Now here's Gold Star Father Darren Hoover 
whose son, Marine Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover, was killed in Kabul one year ago, said, to, said that Biden looked down at his watch. Now, this is Biden 13 times, or, or yeah, it was 13 times, actually. This was, this was the bodies of these young men and women, average age 21 of the 13, average age 21. These are their bodies coming in off the plane. And Biden looks at his watch between each and every casket. Play it for me. We said absolutely not. We didn't want to. We didn't want to deal with him. We didn't want to. We didn't want him anywhere near us. Um, we, as a family, decided that that was the way it was going to be. Um, in reference to the checking of his watch, that didn't happen just once. That happened on every single one that came out of that airplane. It happened on every single one of them. They would release the salute and he looked down at his watch on every last one, all 13, he looked down at his watch. And as a father, you know, seeing that and the disrespect and hearing from his former uh, leaders one of his master sergeants said exactly what you just said, that this was avoidable, that they left them over there, they had them over there and let them down. And that, that we can't have that. We, it, it can't happen ever again. And what also needs to be remembered, and you're like, Tom, why regurgitate the past? Because really, folks, this isn't the past because we are currently living in the galactic incompetence of the Biden administration. So, southern border wide open, hyperinflation, vax mandates that make absolutely no sense, empty short store shelves. There's still a baby formula shortage. It's just fallen to the back of the line in the news. Still is lots of mothers searching for baby formula. They've had to import it from overseas. The United States having to import baby formula from the European Union. Think about that. People crossing the border in California because they can't afford groceries in the United States. So American citizens, hey, you know what? If they're Democrats, they get what they voted for in California. But if they're not, American citizens crossing the southern border because they can't afford food and gas prices in the United States. So we are still living in this galactic incompetence it's not regurgitating the past but none of that not one of those not one of those kids needed to die is absolute just total and complete ineptitude and incompetence it's actually not even that it's actually evil nonchalance is what it is you know if there's a bomber coming here's the thing the interesting part about it is the taliban actually got with millie got with austin got with biden God was CENTCOM Commander McKenzie and said, you know what, we'll, we'll just, we'll give you Harmeet Kazai Airport. You know, they wanted everybody to leave so that we'll give you the airport. And they refused it. Why would you ever refuse it? As they surrendered Bagram Air Force Base, which is of great strategic value, you actually have the leaders of the Taliban or anything but a civilized organization offering you full access, full governance over Harmite Kazite Airport. And Biden turned it down. That's who these people are. It's just like they did everything in the reverse order. 
You get all you get all the citizens out first, all of those that that helped you, all of those that were your allies there, your interpreters, get all of those out, the green card holders, the American citizens. By the way, there's upwards of a thousand American citizens still to this day. And all everybody's got conflicting numbers, but it's somewhere between five hundred and a thousand American citizens are still languishing in Afghanistan because Biden, McKinsey, Milley, and Austin are buffoons out-of-their-element buffoons who have never been successful at anything in their life except for bootlicking and butt-kissing their way to the top. That's all that they are. So they did everything, in, they did everything in, in the exact wrong order. You get all the American citizens out first. Then you get the green card holders. Then you get your interpreters and allies inside the country, those that cooperated with American forces. You keep Bagram Air Force Base. And then, then you evacuate the military. They did it exactly the opposite. You remember? They took the military out first and then had to bring the military back. These people are completely incompetent and out of their element. But I just had to, rem- I just had to bring some remembrance to it because 13 people would see, if it's not you, you don't understand. And I don't understand because it's not me. But I want to bring understanding to as many of us as I possibly can. These people will never see their child Again, their husband again, their brother again, their sister again. Never. Because of Joe Biden, who's looking at his watch between each casket being unloaded in the United States. Think about that. If you were a parent and you're sitting there watching your son or your daughter being unloaded in a flag-draped coffin at whatever Air Force base it was, in somewhere in D.C., and you're sitting there watching the President of the United States, and by the way, the parents had actually organized and said, we want nothing to do with them. Think about it. That, that, that right there makes you an unelectable person. There's no way he got elected. They never even said that about Obama or Clinton. They actually said, we don't want him anywhere near us. That was before he was looking at his watch. And then so between each casket, there's Joe Biden. There's Joe Biden. That's what he thinks of the military. That's what he thinks of you and me. Because they're all leftist globalists who have absolutely no no attachment, no heritage attachment to the United States of America whatsoever. They hate the flag. They hate American citizens. They hate the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and they hate everybody that adheres to it. All right, onward. Just to bring up, we're going to talk a lot. We're going to bring, uh, talk about a lot of death tonight. Don't want to be to be depressed. To be depressed. I just want you to know the truth. These I don't have a lot of commentary on. It's just very strange. Former, yeah, I think it's up. Okay. Former Phoenix reporter who broke Clinton Lynch tarmac story, dies of suicide. So another person related to the Clintons. Now there's a pic of the guy. Does he look like somebody who's going to commit suicide? So another person related to the Clintons who broke, if you remember, Bill Clinton meeting on the tarmac with Loretta Lynch at the time, the attorney general, when Hillary had deleted 30,000 emails to make sure that she got James Comey on board and they changed the, they actually changed the verbiage on their official paperwork from, from, extre- from reckless to extremely careless so that she wasn't charged because she was supposed to be charged with, with not with the, with obviously uh, destroying evidence and, 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 and basically ha- you know, uh, ascertaining and, and, and holding on to cla- heavily classified documents. You're like, well, that's tr- the Trump did this. No, no, no. Trump declassified everything at Mar-a-Lago. Totally different. And she had it on an email server that could easily, easily 
have their stuff stolen from a foreign power right off of it. Easy, easy to break right into, easy to hack right into it. But so, lo and behold, the guy who broke the story that Hillary Clinton, I mean, that, that, that Joe Biden and Loretta, I mean, Joe Biden, Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch met on an airplane at a tarmac. Bill Clinton just waltzed over. And remember, they were talking about their grandchildren in the, in the midst of Hillary being subpoenaed for 30,000 emails that she deleted, smashed her telephones, her, her cell phones, her Blackberry smashed them with hammers. She actually publicly testified to that. And he was there, but he was on the plane talking about grandchildren. Well, so lo and behold, the, the reporter broke the story. Another Clinton suicide. Very strange, isn't it? Here's another one for you. BNO News tweet. Breaking Stephen Hoffenberg, who worked with Jeffrey Epstein, who has Bill Clinton on his flight logs 27 times, which actually means he flew on Lolita, the Lolita Express 44 times, Jeffrey Epstein, and was behind one of the largest Ponzi schemes ever, found dead at his Connecticut apartments. It's strange how they all die, isn't it? It's very convenient. Not one, not one name has been released off of Epstein's black book. You got Ghislaine Maxwell in prison, in a country club prison, by the way, because they either want to keep you alive and happy or dead. If you're any way related to the Clintons, maybe they're waiting for Bill Clinton to naturally pass away, whatever it may be, but it's, of course, it's, it's the establishment, it's the deep state, it's the FBI covering for Democratic Party officials. All right, here, let's move on to vaccines. Speaking of death, Cat A video, Tucker takes the gloves off. Play it for me, Will. God, it's over now. Now that we can blame Donald Trump for the vaccine, we can finally tell the truth about the vaccine without being fired or attacked or thrown off the internet. We really should have thought of this earlier because it feels good, the freedom of this. So let's take a moment to talk about Donald Trump's vaccine and why it seems to be, among other things, dramatically raising death rates among young people. According to data from New Zealand, the government there, for example, children were vaccinated between the ages of 10 and 19 were more likely, not less likely, more likely to die within a month of vaccination than those who didn't take the vaccine in the same age group. And it's not just the New Zealand government that has found this. This summer, a Dutch researcher called Andre Rader published a paper entitled COVID-19 Vaccinations and All-Cause Mortality. The research analyzed hundreds of cities and towns. What did it find? Quote, we could not observe a mortality reducing effect of vaccination in Dutch municipalities after vaccination and booster campaigns. We did find a four sigma significant mortality enhancing effect during the two periods of high unexplained excess mortality. Oh, so the data suggest, don't prove but suggest, the vaccine may be killing people. Unexplained mortality is also on the rise in many other countries, Australia, England, Wales. But as Alex Berenson reported on his Substack recently, the Canadian government is seeing a similar problem at huge scale. As of this summer, people who took Donald Trump's vaccine in the Canadian province of Manitoba are roughly 50% more likely than the unvaccinated to be hospitalized or die from COVID. Again, to pause, how bad is Donald Trump's vaccine? So bad that people who take it are more likely to die of COVID. Hmm. Just extraction some bullet points off of that video. Just remember this. In, in the Netherlands, no COVID death reduction from anybody. Think about this now. There was no reduction in COVID deaths amongst the vaccinated. None. Now we are at 2022. So the vaccinations were available in December of 2020, all of 2021, and now eight months 
into, now we're in 29 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, eight months into 2022, and in the Netherlands, zero COVID death reductions amongst the vaccinated in comparison to the unvaccinated. The only benefit is you're actually more likely to die of an unknown cause, unknown cause. Isn't that strange? And by the way, that's the exact same data that you're seeing in Australia, same data you're seeing in England, same data you're seeing in Wales, same data that you're seeing in Canada, where you are in Canada, 50% more likely to die of COVID or be hospitalized of COVID if you are fully vaccinated. These are, you know what these all are, the, all, of, all of this information is? Absolute irrefutable fact. This is the truth. This is what's actually happening. Here we go. Dr. James E. Olson, we're going to roll through these quick. I want you to, I just want you to, I want you to see the impact of this vaccination. If you're not, I don't want everybody to be some sort of social media wonk like I am and extracting all this information. Go enjoy your life and I'll give it to you. North Division High School principal, Keith Carrington, dead suddenly at 48, had a blood clot or heart attack. Next, Miami Dolphins Senior VP of Communications, Jason Jenkins, dead unexpectedly at 47. Next, uh, Jamie Branch, jazz composer and trumpeteer, dead at 39. Next, Danny Gomez, player uh, for the uh, Peñas Basketball Club, dead at 18. Now look at this video right here. You got Kate up next, right? Look at this video. Now you have to just pay attention to it and follow the line and read the chart. Play it for me. The House advice has been that to date, we've managed to largely control the outbreak. It's clear that long periods of heavy restrictions has not got us to zero cases, but that is okay. Elimination was important because we didn't have vaccines. Now we do, we have more options and there's good cause for us to feel optimistic about the future. While we make our transition from a place where we only use heavy restrictions to a place where we use vaccines and everyday public health measures. We need to keep using the tools we have. We need to vaccinate. We need to test. We need to find cases. We need to isolate them and actively control any outbreak now and in the future. People who are vaccinated will still get COVID-19. Uh, it just means that they won't get sick and they, and they won't die. Basically, the only time, and by the way, it's the same for every country. Basically, the only time anybody died of COVID in New Zealand, if you follow that chart, which, by the way, as we say on the TLP, is absolute facts. The only time people died of COVID-19 in New Zealand was post-vaccination. You're like, oh, no, come on, Tom. People do die. Yes, listen, the elderly die and the obese die, they've still yet to be able to prove one healthy child has died of COVID worldwide. Fact, that's the truth. Go to any any health data source you possibly can go to, you will not find a child that died of COVID-19 without severe comorbidities, period, facts. That's the truth. So the only time, and and, and now, right now, they're opening up Canada to vaccine six-month-olds just like they do here. They're outlawing the Moderna for anybody under the age of 18 in Europe while we in the United States and Canada open up the Moderna and the Pfizer for six-month-olds. Think about that. Who have a 0% chance of dying of COVID, a 0% chance of spreading COVID. 
zero percent chance of being hospitalized for COVID. And you're like, Tom, zero, it's statistically zero percent. There's seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu. That's an absolute proven fact. So the only time people died in New Zealand was after vaccination. Isn't that strange? They basically locked down their country until they could make everybody vulnerable to COVID-19. Could that be what they did here? Because no, Tom, we've got over a million deaths. No, no, no. We do not have a million COVID deaths. And if you watch this podcast, you know that that is an absolute misclassification of everything. It's that we do not have 1.1 million COVID deaths because it's people with COVID. It's people that are with presumed COVID and the reversal of the death certificate that I've gone over a hundred times on this podcast. Look it up for yourself. I don't have time to go over it tonight. We haven't had a million COVID deaths. We have, we have, they always tell you we have 330 million people that live in this country. We have way more than that. That is a 2006 stat that's from 16 years ago. And with Biden's open borders, he's at minimum allowed in 5 million people. It's 4.9 million people according to the CBP. So that we have, who, we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 350 to 400 million people in this country. They are alleging that 1.2 million people died of COVID. They did not. It's really in the upper thousands. It would be somewhere in the 50 to 80,000 range. If you actually look at the CDC website and you see people that died exclusively of COVID, no comorbidities, not blaming it on other diseases, exclusively of COVID, it's 50 to 80,000. That's the facts. It's on their website. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. Here's some things you've never seen before. A jet two plane makes emergency landing in Thessaloniki, Greece, after a pilot passes out at 30,000 feet. Strange, isn't it? Go to the next one for me. Dr. James Olson tweet, 17-year-old dead after collapsing during Army National Guard training. Strange, isn't it? Go to the next one for me. Tamil uh, director, uh, Tamil director, Manny uh, Nagara, Nagara dead at 45, massive cardiac arrest. We've never seen this before. All the, listen, all the leftists that are watching, don't act like you have. We've never seen anything like this before. The reason why we are seeing it is because the greatest calamity, the greatest Holocaust, the greatest plague that has ever been unleashed on on humanity has been unleashed with over 2 billion people that have been vaccinated with an experimental gene manipulator. You're awesome, guys. You can blow that up for me even if you take me out. There you go. I just wanted you to see that. What that is, is the uterine wall, that big black mark right there. That black mark is a possible blood clot. If you can read it, great. If not, I'll read it to you. This is from Dr. Naomi Wolf, who is a leftist, is pro-choice. But she, you know what's so funny about it? Leave this up. You know what's so funny about Naomi Wolf and Joe Rogan? They actually saw the threat of vaccine passports before most evangelical Christians who allegedly know Revelation 13 and 14. Via Dr. Jim Thorpe, a vaccinated pregnant woman's heavily compromised placenta, riddled with calcifications. Those are all those white lines are calcifications, and that big black mark is a possible blood clot, but it's for sure riddled with calcifications. And to the right, a possible blood clot. He says he's see, he says he sees this more and more. Why is that? We never, we never heard, we never heard of an outbreak of calcifications on the uterine wall ever. It's all the vaccine, and the people who tell you that it's not are bullface liars, and they're bullface liars for 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 a, a, a plethora of reasons. Either they're vaccinated, don't want to face the fear, 
or they have some sort of nefarious purpose. So let's go to the next one. Dr. James Olson tweet, University of Houston women's basketball director, Kayla Chizer, dead at 26. Passing was unexpected. Go to the next one for me. Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, a healthy 12-year-old girl with no previous medical history, presented six days after her first dose of Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. She was estimated to have epidermal detachment over 40% of her body surface area. Here's a picture of her. There she is. Why would any parent vaccinate your child? Why? For, for a, you can bring it back to me. I don't want to make everyone have to continue to look at that poor girl. Victimized by her parents. She's 12 years old. She's a 12-year-old. She's victimized by her parents. Why would you ever vaccinate a child against a disease? They have absolutely no chance of ever being hospitalized for or die. None what's, oh, it happens every night. No, I'm telling you. They cannot, they cannot come up with data that shows one healthy child has ever died of COVID. Yes, children have died of COVID when they were extremely compromised, and that's, that's very, very rare. 80% of all COVID hospitalizations in the United States were amongst the obese. The average age of death of COVID-19 in the United States is 79. The average age of death in America is 77. You, you, well, Tom, you, you, uh, you're trying to make me feel foolish for putting masks on and vaccinating and closing my church. Yes, and you need to repent of it. You need to say those vaunted three words, I was wrong. And here's a video. I can't, I can't read the title because it's got a cuss word in it and I wouldn't read it anyway. But this is a video, 13, it's titled 13-year-old, 13 and dead after vax. Play it for me. Tem esse carro na garrafinha ali, filha. Absolutely no reason to vaccinate that young lady at all. Think about how nonsensical it is. And remember, if it's illogical and nonsensical, it's nefarious. The purpose behind it is nefarious. Why would you vaccinate the child? She's not a significant vector of COVID. Allegedly, everybody around her, if you have the vaccine, is safe anyway. So why would you, why would you ever vaccinate a third? Why are all, why are all the Christians vaccinating their kids? You tell me you're always, yeah, judgment begins at the house of God. First Peter 4, 17. I haven't quoted that to you for a while. Why are the Christians, why would you ever, why would you ever vaccinate your child with a vaccine from a company who wants to hide its development for 75 years? Well, I didn't know that. Well, maybe you ought to take a second before you just are, you're just such an easy collaborator and cooperator because the word CDC or doctor is behind somebody's name. You just jump right on board. You just do whatever you're told to do. Joseph Mengele had the title of doctor. Just so you know, these multinational conglomerate companies like Pfizer, first of all, they're leftist. 
And then you take their vaccine, their pro-abortion, anti-Second Amendment, pro-homosexual agenda, pro-transgender agenda. They want to slaughter the unborn up to the moment of birth, if not after birth. And then you take their vaccine and you're still making excuses about it as a Christian where Jesus says, I I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I took up your infirmities and I carried your diseases. Matthew 16, 19. Matthew 8, 17. You're still making excuses when you're seeing all this data come out. Stop making excuses if you're vaccinated. Get prayed over immediately. Because you need that leech out of your body right now in Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, if you are vaccinated, too, I feel compelled with the Holy Ghost to do this. Put your hand on the screen right now. I'm going to look you in the eye. Put your hand. We're going to pray together. Two or more agree. Two or more have gathered. Whatever we ask in his name is going to happen. Put your hand on the screen if you're vaccinated and you're ready to say, you know what, I was wrong. And ever like Dan Bongino did, you're ready to say, I was wrong. I want this out of my body. Let's pray right now. Holy Ghost, Father God, for all those who have their hand on the screen right now, in Jesus' mighty name, I leech that vaccine out of their body. You said whatever we bind is bound. Whatever we loose is loose. I bind that vaccine from their body. I pull it out right now in Jesus' mighty name. And I heal them, Lord. I I loose your divine healing upon them through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because whatever we loose is loose. And I loose healing on that body for any damage caused by that vaccine. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So be it. And amen. Peter Sweden tweet. This is shocking. In children ages 0 to 14. Look at the dates on these things. This is August 27th. This is today. Age 0 to 14. There has been a horrifying 542% increase in excess death this year compared with last year in all of freaking Europe. Look at that. 542, 42% increase in excess deaths amongst children? I mean, do you get what that means? Sometimes there's like a 3% increase, a 4%. You get up into 10%. Then that happens. There's some excess deaths that happen. You have a really bad flu season. Like 80,000 Americans died of the flu in 2017. You have a slight increase of deaths. Because about, about 2.1 million Americans die a year. And say you have an increase of 2.15 million. So you have 50,000. You have, you have increases like that. But not 542%. Not, not 54. I'll pull, I'll pull the three numbers out. Not 42%. Not 54%. Not 25%. 500. And all those would be horrifying. Every, every elected official would lose in their next election if you had a 10% increase. In excess mortality. This is a 542% increase in ages zero to 14. Stillbirths everywhere. You talk to you talk to midwives and honest doctors, where they would normally see a stillborn stillborn child somewhere in the neighborhood of once every six months. Are seeing 20 or 30 in that same time frame now. That is where we're at. That's that explains that increase in excess deaths. All right, where am I at? Peter Sweden tweet. This summer, there was over 10,000 non-COVID-related excess deaths. There's the numbers for you. In Europe, in just one week. I mean, so if you look at this, this summer, you pick a week, whatever week it, it could be. Say third week of July. 
In one week, there's 10,000 extra deaths. In the UK right now, in England, they're averaging excess deaths of 7,000 a month above average. 7,000 above average per month. Times that by nine this year and however much it was last year. And why does it keep getting worse? Why are more people dying of COVID now than in the, during the, the, the outbreak, the epicenter of the plague in 2020? Why? Why are more people dying now? Because they do not have the ability to fight it off. Because their genes have been manipulated. And if you believe Robert Malone, it's permanent. That's why you need to be prayed over. They, don't have, they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Their genes have actually been restructured by a gene therapeutic called the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine and the Moderna vaccine and the AstraZeneca vaccine, which has killed who knows how many people in Australia. There's one newscast after another, I've played it here, of them talking about the adverse effects of AstraZeneca. But the people don't have, they don't have, an, they do not have in, uh, any sort of immune system anymore. They're walking around almost like HIV patients. That's why so many more people are dying of COVID, but that's all part of the plan because it perpetuates the narrative. Oh, we're having another wave. We're having a third wave. We're having a thir- fourth wave. We're having a 47th wave. Look at all the people dying of COVID. The people are dying of COVID because you vaccinated them and they do not have any ability to fight off a BA5 variant, BA4, BA5 variant, which is nothing more than the sniffles. They're dying of it while you and I may have a sore throat for a day. Who are we, we the unvaccinated, the great unwashed, the peasants, the science deniers, the grandma killers. They don't even have the ability to fight off a common cold. Remember, a coronavirus is at its heart a common cold. It's not the flu. That's where we are at right now. This is all factual data. Do you wonder why they're all walking back? Why did Deborah Burks come out with a book right now? Because they can't hide the bodies anymore. There's so many bodies, they cannot hide them anymore. When you have 7,000 extra deaths a month, 10,000 extra deaths in a week, respectively, UK and European Union, a 542% increase in death among 0 to 14-year-olds in the European Union, you cannot hide the bodies anymore. You're facing losing your power if you're a globalist, and they can't have that, so they're trying to walk it back because they can still lose they can still lose their powers right now until there's a digital social credit system in place where they can just cut off your money if you vote wrong well that's an exaggeration oh really look at pakistan pull that up i covered that earlier in the week you can still vote these people out of power they know that so for the for the time being they're walking it back they're walking back that's why deborah burke wrote, wrote a book rochelle walensky is talking about you know remodeling whatever you want to call it of the cdc just because they 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 messed up the covid response so bad so she's saying you know what we need to we need to get in and do things differently inside the cdc that's why they're all walking it back now because they cannot hide the bodies any longer they've tried they've cut off the covid hospitalization and death rates amongst the vaccinated in canada united states and uk and we were the first to do it. Why would they not want us to know? Why can't we know the hospital, hospitalization rate of the vaccinated, the COVID death rate of the vaccinated? Why can't we know? And, every, and then everybody takes, the people who are trying to hide the data, you line up to take your fourth booster. 
as a Christian? Is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost doesn't tell you anything at all? Those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God? People who, people who want to, to strap you down with a vaccine mandate and with a vaccine passport where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it? That doesn't wake you up spiritually? And a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his right hand or on his forehead, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. That doesn't wake you up. That's just Revelation 14, 9 through 11. Never let the Bible get in the way of your theology now. Never let the Bible thump your version of love. Oh, I just wanted to wear it. When you said, when you were, when you were out there putting your Facebook post together saying, you know what? We're showing everybody how loving we are as Christians by cooperating and closing down our churches. Look what you ushered in. Look at the death that you have ushered in. Yes, you're responsible. Yes, you should take responsibility. And yes, you should admit you're wrong. And yes, you should repent. Have you, Pastor? I hope there's, we're on Christian Television Network. I hope there's pastors watching. I hope there's big name Christian leaders watching because the only big name Christian leader who stood up inside of the United States was Rodney Howard Brown at the River Church in Tampa. The rest of you shut your doors. I'm talking about long-term leaders, not the, not the more modern ones like Greg Locke. He did a great job too. But I'm talking about the heritage evangelical leaders. He's the only one. And look what you look at all the death that I'm talking about tonight. Let's go to the next one. Peter Sweden tweet? No, not Peter Sweden tweet. I'm behind one. All right, Marty up tweet. More Canadians died. Great job, mask wearers. Great job, church lockdowners. Great job, quarantiners, because you ushered all of this in. If you would have been the restraining out of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8, the way that you're supposed to be, we never would have gotten to this place. They never would have messed with a church of millions of people saying no. But instead, we weren't restraining the Antichrist spirit. The church in America and globally was assisting and collaborating and cooperating with the Antichrist spirit, which has caused hundreds of thousands of people that we know of to have died of the vaccines, lockdowns, masking, suicides, but yet you're a lover because you cooperated? How are you a lover of any humanity when you cooperate them to death? More Canadians died in the first quarter of 2022 than in any other quarter in the last decade, but wait a minute now, Canada is fully vaccinated. Canada is one of the most cooperative nations on the planet. They should be, I mean, this is 2022, 29 months and 15 days to flatten the curve, right? How in the world can they have, yeah, thank you, Will. There's their, there it is, that's their death count. The, the most Canadians died in the first quarter of this year than any quarter since 2012. There was no COVID. Why would, why would that be? How could that be? It's the vaccination. Everyone just starts to, needs to start saying it out loud. When I showed you that, you can bring it back to me. When I showed you that video of Tucker Carlson, other people may not consider him to be mainstream, but he is. He's risking it all. He's got an average viewership of seven, eight million people watching. 
and he's putting out the data now. Why is it that all the conservatives love, love Tucker? They were all on board with Tucker. And he's gained an audience. He's gained even more people now because of people like me and you that are watching him all the time. But why did he have this, you know, Donald Trump, you know, uh, conservative base watching him? And he gained a big audience. And then they all walked away from him because he came out against the vaccines. He's totally right. What, what did he say tonight that was wrong? Not one thing. And the data bears out every last thing that he said. All right, moving on to the Hunter scandal right now, which we'll get into for a couple minutes. Mostly pe- um, peaceful memes video. Biden can't fill. Now, you need to see this. Now, they allege that he got between 81 and 84 million votes, right? So here's Biden setting up a speech at a high school gym. Look at all the people that are there. Play it for me. <laughs> So allegedly he got 81 million votes and you can't park him in front of, uh, can't put a podium down and park him in, in a high school gym and fill That high school gym holds a thousand people most, at most. And they, you can't get a thousand people in it. So the, the reason why I showed that video is if that's the case and you're a candidate that can't fill a high school gym with a thousand, fifteen hundred seats, then you're going to need to cheat to win. Now, most of you have already seen this video, but I'll just use it as a foundation for the, for the rest of the Hunter Biden section of the show. So if you can't fill a high school gym, you're going to have to cheat to win. How did they cheat to win? Play for me, Will. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team. and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So... Our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, in, it, it got shared. How it, does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely by what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically a. Um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't 
sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's a very professional law enforcement, they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was it basically fit the pattern. First of, first of all, just typing off of my producer, Aaron, who just made a comment. Isn't it weird that Mark Zuckerberg has to actually stipulate that the FBI is still a legitimate law enforcement agency? Look at the damage they de- that they've done to themselves. Now, let, let us ask us ask a few questions in regard to this. Most people don't take this to the depths that they actually need to take this to. First of all, when the FBI comes to you, the question that needs to be asked is, why is the FBI talking to Facebook? Uh, uh, what crime? Remember now, they are... They're criminal justice now. The CIA, by the way, can't make any arrests. They just do investigations and, and run different ops around the world. They're not, they're not law enforcement officers, not sworn law enforcement officers. The FBI is. So unless it has to do with a crime. Now, what crime would a Russian, disin- Russian disinformation? I hate to burst everybody's bubble. But Russia's not even committing crimes when they buy Facebook ads. You know why? Because they're currently buying Facebook ads. And so is Iran. They're, Russia right now, everybody hates Russia. They're buying Facebook ads right now. It's not illegal. It's not illegal for you to travel to Russia. You know, you can't say, I'm saying it. It's not illegal. So why the FBI comes to Facebook, the first question you have to ask is, what crime are we talking about? And because the FBI is about preventing or enforcing criminal statutes, preventing crime or enforcing criminal statutes after the crimes have been committed, Right. Otherwise, why else would they be there? So there's absolutely no reason for, the, for them to be there. Their alleged reason is they said, you know, we had a lot of uh, Russian disinformation in the 2016 election. That's a bold-faced lie. How much proven Rus- Russian disinformation did we have during the 2016 election? $200,000 worth of ads bought by alleged Russian not even agents, but Russian, you know, just Russian people, businessmen, whatever they were, Russian assets, let's call them, $200,000 total in all of 2016, which led to the $40 million investigation by Robert Mueller, the FBI lying to the FISA court numerous times, McKay being fired, Comey being fired, Strzok being fired, Lisa Page resigning, because they're all a bunch of bold-faced liars. So there, there was never any Russian, that the $200,000 that Russian assets bought of, of political ads in the 2000s, that's it. That's all there is. It's, that's all that's ever been proven. Period. $200,000 worth of ads. Half of it was for Hillary. Half of it was for Trump. That's the facts. And yet you have FBI going to Mark Zuckerberg and bold-faced lying. Why would they do that? Again, it's nonsensical, it's illogical, and it's dishonest. So there has to be a nefarious motive. The nefarious motive is to get Joe Biden elected because everybody in the FBI is a Democrat except for the whistleblowers that are going to Jim Jordan right now and Ron Johnson and others. But basically, the FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. Tom, you're a pastor of the church. What does this have to do with you? But because we in the church are supposed to address things that are true and address things that are not true 
not hide from politics. Those of you who say well, politics don't belong in the pulpit, show me the Bible verse. Show me the, show me the Bible verse that says that. We in the church should be addressing bold-faced lies by, by the most powerful and corrupt law enforcement agency on the planet. Not hiding from sins, not hiding from lies and dishonesty in the name of staying out of politics. It's not that you're trying to be above it. You're a coward. You're a coward. You're afraid to say what's true. We in, a, we in the American church should don our black robes and speak light to darkness, truth to lies, period, no matter where they're at. And here's the, here's the other thing. So there was no real, there was, why was the FBI there? There was no real logical reason except to help Joe Biden. There was no Russian disinformation in 2016 except for $2,000 worth of ads that were bought by Russian ad, assets, 100000 to Hillary, 100000 to Trump. And then, as Zuckerberg said, they didn't, weren't even specific to Hunter yet, which I don't believe, yet Zuckerberg, and, and this, this is another thing brought up by my, by my producer Aaron there, he, he, here's the phrase he used, distribution decreased. You know, that actually means banning, slash shadow banning. And then Will, the person who's running the slides tonight, he said this, he starts off, well, you know, it was suppressed quote a little and then not 10 seconds later he changes it to meaningful see these people are bold faced lies why because they are of their father the devil whose native language he is the father of lies whose native language is lying that's that's who they actually follow john 8 44 and 45 so they even told him, you know what? They didn't even say, allegedly didn't say this was specific to Hunter, yet he took, Zuckerberg took it in his own hands and actually, you know, banned the material that had to do with the Hunter Biden laptop story, which was absolutely true because the FBI comes, there's rush to disinformation in the air and then there's this huge story about Hunter, but it wasn't specific to Hunter. That's all lies. We know it's all lies. And then never forget, Zuckerberg, and I'm taking this, I can't remember who this who I took it from, whether it was Tucker or Dan Bongino, I believe it was Dan Bongino. Really, we need to look at Mark Zuckerberg as the person who really elected Joe Biden. $400 million he installed into the, ele- the election system exclusively in Democratic areas. He didn't come down here to Sarasota. He put the Zucker boxes up and then actually he, he gave them hundreds of millions of dollars to get the vote out but exclusively in Democratic Party areas. So you have a bunch of people who are not going to come vote in person because of the existential threat of their lives of a 99.9% survival virus that the entire church bought into and propagated. So the Zuckerberg said, no problem. It's too too much of a risk of your life to come because there's a cold floating around. It could get you. So it's too much of a risk to your life to come and vote. So I'm going to put out Zuckerboxes, but not in Sarasota, Florida which is red, not in Charlotte County or Sarasota County, Florida, which is red, not in, not in, in, in Georgia, the most of Georgia, which is red, only in Atlanta, Georgia, only in Tampa, Florida, only in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia in Pennsylvania, only in Milwaukee and Phoenix and Las Vegas. He dumps in hundreds of millions of dollars of Zucker boxes and hundreds of millions of, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars for Zucker boxes and get out the vote efforts, but only in Democratic Party areas. 
knowing that everybody was going to mail in ba- mail in vote so the, the Zucker boxes would be there. But you know, it's all you know. None of this, none of this is is planned. None of this is orchestrated. It's all orchestrated. It's all orchestrated. Leftists made the virus. Leftists made the vaccine. Leftists sent millions, tens of millions, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which caused a everybody. They, everyone believed the propaganda because nobody studies to show themselves approved. 2 Timothy 2.15. So we ended up with a fraudulent election because nobody can go vote in person. So you have a bunch of untraceable ballots, no signature verification on ballots, no IDs required, ballots manifested in the middle of the night, the counting shut down in the middle of the night. This is all on purpose. And there's Zuckerberg there with his Zucker boxes. Strange, isn't it? And then all the people from 2000 Mules running around, putting in a bunch of untraceable unsignature verified ballots everywhere very convenient that they all could have masks on and nobody would think twice about it normally in our culture if somebody gets out of a car with a mask on their face it's actually illegal in the state of florida to be masked but it's just very convenient that you can go commit mass election fraud and you have a mask on your face the whole time nobody can tell who you are strange isn't it how it all just seems to work together new york post tweet liberal elites just like they they sequestered and, and suppressed the Hunter Biden story. Look what they else they tried to suppress. Nate Silver from the New York Post. Liberal elites pressured Pfizer to delay vaccine until after 2020. I thought they what about wait a all you Christians, you bought in to the whole COVID narrative that was propagated by the same leftists that were pressuring Pfizer to delay the outlay of the, of, of the vaccine. Strange. All, what, what happened to all these lifesavers? Left and right. All the lifesavers inside the church. All the lifesavers outside the church. You bought right in. You took all. You, you bought right into Pfizer's narrative. But yet there they were, the same leftists that you obey everything they tell you to do with their body. You hate that. You hate that they're pro-choice. You hate that they're pro-transgender, pro-homosexual, and you should. You hate that they try to grab your guns and defund the police. But then you inject their vaccine into your body. Strange, isn't it? And those exact same people. We're trying to keep the vaccine from getting out into the market until after the election. Of course, the vaccines is nothing but a clot shot anyway, but just using their own actions against them. They're allegedly the compassionate ones and the lifesavers, the maskers, saving people's lives allegedly. But yet they wanted to delay the outlay of the Pfizer vaccine or all the vaccines until Joe Biden became president so he could grab credit for it, which he tried to do anyway. I don't know any, why anybody want credit for the clot shop, but I guess a lot of people did at that time. John Cordillo tweet, even if the woman stole Ash, now we're shifting onto Ashley Biden's diary, two people have been arrested on felony charges. Now, I want, let me just bring this up in there and let me know how much time I've got while I'm talking here. Good, perfect. Thank you, brother. You just need to remember something. 25 years in law enforcement, myself, 25, 25 years, 1992, 2017. I can honestly say I've never seen anybody arrested for a diary. For stealing a diary. And not only are they, they're not only, they've not only been charged federally because they transported it across state lines. A diary! They've been federally charged that. They're going to prison for stealing a diary. 
People aren't going to prison. They're letting everybody out who killed and maimed police officers, not killed, but maimed police officers, burned down our cities. They're all being released. But yet, our justice system, who refuses to arrest George Floyd looters, killers, vandals, and arsonists, are going after, while they have the D.C. gulag going on, where you have a bunch of grandma Trump supporting, didn't even know they were trespassing, trespassers, still in jail a year and a half later, which never happens. Now you have the two people who, by the way, were in drug rehab. They didn't steal the diary. The diary was left there by Ashley Biden, probably on purpose to dime out her own father, who was taking showers with her in an inappropriate manner. But you, this is the first time I've ever seen in history anybody being arrested for a, di- for a diary. So they were arrested for transporting stolen goods across state lines for a diary. That is the state of the DOJ right now in America. I tell you all, love you all, back here, Tuesday night, 8.30, do not miss. Stand strong in the Lord and in the power of his might in Jesus' mighty name. Love you all. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom and victory in Jesus' mighty name. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. 